The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back and pull up a seat to join our gaming table in the shed. Shadrock and Fritzy decide to go together for the meeting with the king as we continue our Dungeon World campaign, Perils of Paradisi. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Stitcher Radio, Google Community. We're out there. Um, welcome back. We're doing our Dungeon World campaign, The Perils of Parandisi. We're going to go around the table and say hi. We're going to start with Mickey. Mickey! Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I will be playing the thief of the group, Demaya. And as you can tell, I'm a bit under the weather, so you'll have to bear with me for she the next three episodes. She has her sexy, cold voice. I've got my sexy, phlegmy voice on. Nice. Go on, Mr. Stevens. Mr. Stevens here, otherwise known as JJ. I will be playing Strong Dawn the Barbarian. And a poxy was thrown on me as well, and uh, I shared it with my wife, because, you know, that's what... You know. Epoxy is glue. No, yeah. poxy. A pox. <laughs> P-O-X-Y. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mr. Thesaurus. Moving I know, on. Right? I think yeah. the mental picture is better with epoxy. <laughs> I think it got him right in the cervix. <laughs> <laughs> and over to Kurt. Hey, this is Kurt. I am not a prince of the apocalypse or an elemental, but I am playing Shadrock, the druid in this dungeon uh, world campaign. And this is Mike playing Snickle Fritz Bombus, uh, Fritzy to his friends and everyone pretty much, uh, the <laughs> wizard. And I'm thinking that if Joe's dog Jack was on our websites, we would have more comments. Oh, but he's so cute. He is a cute little dog. <laughs> and I'm Joe. I'm the game master for this Dungeon World game. Uh, before we kick it back to Mike for a recap, just want to let everyone know that it has been probably four weeks since we recorded our last Dungeon World session. So bear with us as we struggle to remember what happened last, and we've put it all on Mike's head. Go ahead. All right. So where we left off in Dungeon World, uh, we... Uh, Followed the king to the west side of town and broke into his meeting um, where him and his doubles ran off. And uh, after a, a bunch of pandemonium, as Kurt said, um, Demaya was able to talk her way into the king's carriage uh, where she got a ride back to town while the other guys uh, searched the... The hideout under the the uh, sewing shop, and uh, they found these papers that ha- seemed to uh, link the red hands with a bunch of uh, evictions. So, uh, people they, who were in arrears on their taxes, arrears on their taxes, yes. and uh, so Strong Dawn and Fritzy uh, went back to the frazzled mermaid while Kurt turned into an owl and followed the the uh, the wagon, uh, not the wagon, carriage. the carriage. carriage. Kings don't ride in wagons. <laughs> um, Fancy wagons are carriages. Wait, he didn't. He, he rode out as a farmer in a wagon, right? Yeah, yeah I guess he was still dressed as a farmer. Well, he was in the king's carriage at the okay. time. Yeah, but um, and when he left, when they left the um, the the masquerade, the ball, uh, he was the king when he yeah. left. Right? And in her uh, trying to put down Fritzy, she actually managed to. Um, Wait, actually make, managed? She totally she did actually that. Reverse psychology, to man. make a meeting for Fritzy and the nice. king the next day. 
because the king loves Fritzy. The king is enamored with the Fritz. Uh, what's his name? Yep. And Definitely. Then uh, she got kicked out of the carriage, and her and Shady went back to the inn where they all looked over their respective papers, and uh, then they found a possible link between a murdered woman and the red hand evictions so there could be some some shady action going on and not just shad rock related (laughs) (laughs) slim shady action all right so we're gonna pick it up there uh from what i recall our last scene was the party in the frazzled mermaid having breakfast reading kingsbury today newspaper and Mm -hmm. seeing the news article uh about phyllis smith being found dead in her home on the west side of town and that rang a bell, and it was uh, an, a name that had been marked with that RH123 code on the uh, tax forms. Uh, so at that point, we need to know. So la- later today, there's the 2 p.m. tea time that Fritzy has with the king. Right. Uh, how are we proceeding from breakfast to that? Well, uh, I mean, in a meeting with the king, I, I'm going to dress in as nice clothes as I possibly can. And do my best to make uh, Shadrock look presentable as, <laughs> as I'm going to say a manservant, but manservant. but uh, <laughs> I hopefully he's fine with that. So uh. <laughs> anything for Fritzy, baby. Anything. Um, all right. So let me. Um, uh, what what else are, are y'all doing? Um, Demaya and Strong Dawn. Demaya is going to grab some breakfast. Maybe get a facial. Manicure. It's been a while. It's been a long road. Yeah. Well, that's probably a good way to spend the morning. And um, I think Strong Don, he wants to try to f- figure out like um, what Belinda's schedule looks like. Like okay. where to talk to someone that knows her scheduling. Alrighty. So what what we'll say as far as Fritzy goes and dressing as nice as he can, if he's going to try and dress like a noble. Um, it probably costs uh, about 200 coins worth of clothing to dress like a noble. Good God. Um, however, to dress like upper class of the city is probably about 50. Okay. Um, like since- regular clothing is about 10 coins to, to fully outfit yourself from head to toe. Uh, but if you want to start dressing upscale, then you're getting the better tailors, the better clothing, and it's going to cost about 50 to dress upscale, but uh, in the hundreds to dress as a noble. All right. Um, since I think that Fritz can probably get away with it, I think we'll go with the the fifty dollar clothes instead of the two hundred dollar clothes. Okay. And then we'll dress uh, sh- uh, right. shady the the same way. All right. Excellent. How does Shadrock feel about uh, being dressed in some fine silks and linens? Constrained. It's going to be very very unnatural for me, but I'm going to do my best. To quietly play the part. I even put like down, him. put back your wild hair and a yeah. ponytail. <laughs> it's and it's much better than the burlap sack he normally wears. Yeah, <laughs> well, so I'll slick down with like. <clears throat> and we have to remember, uh, Fritzy's one of the few people that Shadrock is comfortable with. I mean, he likes these other two, but he's, he's not doesn't understand them as well. He's he's a little he's intrigued by Fritzy. He wants to learn from Fritzy, so he's going to try to do his best to kind of watch and learn. Cool, that makes sense. Fritzy's got that. That <coughs> animal magnetism. That <laughs> 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 Shady hey, He's an animal. Good figure. Certain je ne sais quoi. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what we'll do from there then is we're going to skip ahead a little and we're going to let um, Tamaya get her uh, 
her pedicure, manicure, spa treatment. It's a girl. Uh, what does that look like in Dungeon World? In <laughs> yeah, Dungeon World, what's it like? Describe that. Well, I mean, she has to go to like the local beautician, the local shop, and see um, what they have. Sorry, I had to wipe my nose. Who does That's that? Dwarves. Um, and, and forgive us as several coughs happen during the night. Well, they're all humans, right? So yeah. whoever the, the local beautician is, and I guess it would have like little kids or not little kids. This isn't like oh, slave labor. Oh, good God. Like young people working. Working in the beautician. You know? Why not? And they would have like serums and potions that they'd rub on her face. And a natural she'd relax. hot spring for a sauna. Yeah, a natural yeah. hot spring for like a hot bath. And she'd get, you know, massaged. And done up, they powder her face, do her hair. There would be aromatherapy for sure. Well, you know, this is a, a small village. I don't know if they'd have. Oromatherapy oh no, no, this like is you're in Kingsbury, I mean, capital of the world. Oh, Kingsbury, you're, you're oh, traveling yeah. with an aromatherapy expert. <laughs> Incense, at least. Yeah, this is true. Shadrach <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> might have an even harder time with that than with the clothes. <laughs> you're not allowed anywhere near the beautician shop that I stay at. Wait, why Strong not? Don, because you'd like just mess up my whole morning. I'd get all relaxed and <laughs> all massaged out and then I'd have to deal with your loincloth and your stench. Well, Strong I Dong would be... I him with like little bows in his beard. Though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Strong Dong would be going off um, seeking the onion vendor anyway because he was your contact when you yeah. arrived in the city. Yeah. Uh, so that's where he would be off to. So chances are he's getting a little bit of a different aromatherapy, as it were. He might yeah. coming back, uh, be coming back smelling of produce. Well, you'll you'll be smelling of lavender. And true to her nature, she's going to be scoping out um, the rich ladies at the beautician shop to see who her next mark's going to be. I like that. So um, why else would she go there? She's planning ahead. Because this is something Demaya knows about spout lore. Okay. You roll it. That's plus intelligence. Start. Oh, snap. That's a 12. A 12. Okay. Um, you clearly spot and spark up delightful conversation with one of the ladies in the shop that uh, you can tell just the rocks on her hands are worth hundreds of gold. Oh, yeah. She likes this lady yeah, a does. lot. <laughs> She's okay. going to make friends. And, and while, while we proceed with the other stuff, think of her name. Okay. So we'll skip over to the meeting with the king. You guys are going to arrive well-dressed. Yep. Um, not necessarily to the level of the king himself, but that's good because you probably don't want to upstage him. Right. Right. Um, <coughs> you arrive, and his knight, the one you recognize from your carriage ride with him, uh, that was pretty much like an advisor for him, the one that told him it was time to get out and go about his business. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy meets you right outside of the, the keep proper. And escorts you in to where the king, King Glorin, is found. Uh, and he is at a long table, you know, one of the long, huge banquet tables with 20 chairs on each side. And he's sitting at one end of it. And where he's sitting uh, is set up several places. Uh, his advisor sits down and offers you two chairs next to the king. All right. Um, so it's going to be five people total. As I uh, move up, to the king, um, I I pull out the the other bottle of really fine wine that I ah, picked up because okay. I yep. gave the one to the yep. to my to my buddy uh, Skinny John, yep. and I have the other one, and I, I'm going to present him with this bottle, and uh, I would like to after he takes it, if he's appreciative, I'd like to shake his hand in the bowing manner so I could possibly okay. put the charm on him again. 
<laughs> okay, so as far as that goes, yes, uh, his, um, so the, the regular formal greetings are out of the way. The advisor introduces himself, introduces the two of you to the king. The king has that spark of recognition of Fritzy from the evening before, uh, welcomes your, your friend, mm-hmm. and uh, the other person sitting at the table is dressed as a knight, but is silent the entire time. Um, uh, and the advisor is the one who talks. And after the introductions are exchanged, you offer up the wine. Uh, the king is very appreciative. He says, this is great. We haven't had this vintage here in years. This will be a, a delightful addition to our time together. And he hands it over to the advisor and would shake your hand. Okay, so I shake his hand and I'm going to put the charm on him just to make sure that, that the so meeting goes because well. Because he has two people there watching, I need you to do a dexterity roll first. Okay. And this is the to defy the danger of them spotting what you're doing. All right. It's kind of the way we did it at the masquerade ball as well. Come on, Fritzy. So we'll start there. Oh, that's a fail. That's a no! fail. Okay. Now roll decks. roll to cast your spell. Six. All right. So he's still gonna bow down mm-hmm. anyway, so but make sure hopefully. you mark experience, by yeah. the way. And, and as a oh! I failed the spell. <laughs> Alright. So as a note as a wow. note for those listening. Give me one of those nights. <laughs> in between our sessions our characters leveled too, so we might hear some new uh, skills or powers, or as they are in Dungeon World, they're called moves. Uh, we might hear those come up as we're going. Okay, so Here's what we're going to do. <coughs> that was awesome, Fritzy. Well you, done. Wow. <laughs> that started the, exactly um, how I want it. <laughs> you cast the spell, and uh, it, it is clear by the way his hand twitches when you grab him that something is amiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he noticed something. Um, and the, the man who was sitting off to the side and not saying anything, he kind of moves his chair back a little but doesn't do anything. Uh, and then the king says, uh, you know, please be seated. Let's, let's move on to our hors d'oeuvres and, uh, and, and all of the little finger foods and snacks that are laid about the table. Um, and uh, he just starts up the conversation. So uh, um, your wife, I believe it was, uh, said that you wanted to have a meeting with me today. Can you elaborate on what it is you're here for? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny that we met at that party last night, but um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, I, I heard the weirdest thing about Chan- uh, Chancellor Belinda, and I I wanted to bring it to you, and uh, I also sort of I I have concerns because I I do a lot of business down near the docks, and and they have concerns, but. Uh, but first, well, t- tell me, Mister Snickle, what's it? What is what business do you have along the docks? Well, I I am as somewhat of a, a merchant, okay. and uh, in the import export business. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's how I I got the the fine wine. Well, that's great. So yeah, most of this wine had been um, <clears throat> stolen years ago. Hmm. Well, uh, we're go very on, good go at on. recovering the wine. Okay. Um. So, anyway, uh, I heard that Chancellor Belinda was saying the rudest things against your majesty. uh, To the point where I I think that I heard that she was affiliated with, I want to say they're the the Red Hands? I I don't know their, their business, but I... 
I I have people that they, they say that they recognize her from from this thing that it just sounds shady. It sounds really shady. And then all the people are are saying how the uh that she is going around and talking to the the common people and and saying how blaming you for like high taxes and poor imports and it is i i can't believe it your majesty i can't believe that you would be involved at all with this stuff so when you when you mentioned um the red hand and you said red hands uh when you mentioned that uh both his advisor and the other guy uh clearly react to that that phrase being said the king does not um uh, and then he would respond to you, um, uh, so, uh, you know, th- that's just rumors. We've heard that type of thing for a while. But, of course, taxes do need to be raised. We need to run a kingdom here, and the population is growing, so we need the money to provide the services to everybody. And that's just uh, the business of running a kingdom. Well, I can totally understand what that. What does your friend imagine. have to say about this? You, boy. It's your majesty. I'm here with, <clears throat> with my esteemed companion out of concern for the kingdom and fear that uh, anyone who might be fermenting revolt and not known to you could be a problem for the throne. And we're here to discuss it with you and possibly offer our services. What type of services could you offer to the king? Well, I mean, um, we also hear that there's a... There, there might be a hideout for these red hand people. Uh, a hideout, up, you say? Up the trail toward, um, on the way to St. Angelique. And I tell him the approximate mm-hmm. place where I think it was. And, and, uh. There was a shed there. Yeah. Shed. It was a shack. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shed. Um, and, and so, it, and, and he'll cut in. He's the king. He's going to cut in whenever he wants. So um, the interruptions are more from the king perspective. Um, and, and at this point, while he's doing this, so they're taking away some of the finger foods. They're bringing out a nice steaming uh, vegetable soup that, that smells delicious. Um, uh, you, young man, what have you heard of this shack in the woods? Uh, Your Majesty, we... We've heard, although we don't know that these rumors uh, are Just true. as a refresher, uh, typically people in the realm refer to him as my king. Now, you can refer to him however you like, but everyone else will refer to him as my king. My king. There you go. Yeah, just <laughs> as a refresher. It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry. But that uh, was something I, one of the very few specific things I came up right. with, so I'm sticking with it. My king, we've heard from sources, some of whom may be trustworthy and some of whom may not, that there's... Uh, been people on the road between here and Angelique who have harassed and or attacked travelers, particularly those who appear to be of greater wealth or perhaps of higher nobility, and uh, have reason to suspect that they may have congregated or may be congregating at or near this shack. And with St. Angelique recovering from the attack that we helped fend off, Ah, uh, St. Angelique, a fine monastery. They yes. supply us with plenty of mead and spirits. Yes, and, and I would hate for the the uh, spirit trade to be burdened by this, this red-hand menace, uh, especially now that they've got their feet under them after they vanquished those demons. My king, while Belinda's connection to the red-hand 
may or may not be real, it's fairly well known that these people, rebels that they may be, are operating not far outside your walls with or without your consent. So, outside of my walls, you say. Outside of my walls, I have no need to deal with them. Inside, though, I have a concern. You mentioned the Chancellor. Um, she is a friend of the people, and she is, uh, has been very loyal to myself and my, my um, servants. Therefore, I am not specifically inclined to believe you, first off. Uh, I, would, I would need to hear more about this. What else can you share? Well, uh, a, a source close to to us also believes that Chancellor uh, Belinda's husband is the leader of the Red Hands. Okay. Her husband, you say? Yes. Uh, the Chancellor does not have a husband. Well... Uh, then she might not be as upfront to you as you may believe. He is Interesting. a that the chancellor has been a widow of, I think it's going on fifteen years now. Well, I mean, we met this person. Uh, met him, you say? Yes. And where would that be? Um, he was. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Delicious soup, is it not? Yeah, he he was over uh, right outside the party the other day. Okay. He was at the party, you say? Yeah. He had a what long was he dressed dark, as? He had a long, dark beard. Um, Sort of looked well-to-do, somewhat shady. <laughs> he keeps saying shady. I keep thinking of Shadrach. <laughs> um uh, he turns to his advisor on his left and he says, um, Simon, do you recognize someone of that uh, stature and look at the, uh, at the party? And Simon says, no, my king, I do not. <coughs> okay. Um, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, bear with me a second. I'm exchanging a note with Mickey here. What is that? Huh? Sir. Sir. Oh, you have a circle over the eye. You're such a girl. (laughs) Um, And at that point, the the king turns to the other man who hasn't said anything at this point. And he says, um, Gene, I I would like you to leave us now. And that man nods. He stands up and he walks out of the room. And um, once he's walked out of the room, it's one of those where both the king and Simon the advisor watch him walk out of the room, and as soon as the door closes on the other side, uh, the king turns to you both, and he says, you must kill Belinda. If I am to believe you, you must kill her. And this would be totally sanctioned by the king, and we would not not get in trouble? I can assure you that the knights would not bring you to justice, but you are on your own otherwise. Well, if it is... Your Majesty's wishes, uh, we do have uh, men of means in... It is my wish. This meeting is concluded. Simon, show them to the door. And the king gets up, turns, his little cape flips around behind him, and he walks out. And Simon stands and waits for you. Thank you, Your Majesty. Thank you, my king. (laughs) And you hear not another word from him. Simon ushers you out of the uh, keep proper. 
And at which point he clicks his heels and goes back inside. And you are now outside of the keep. And during this time, for those listening, just so you know, I did something a little different this time. While we had Fritzy and Shadrock meeting with the king, I actually had a separate email communication to both uh, uh, Mickey and JJ for Demaya and Strong Dawn, we and they were contacted outside. On. So what I'd like to say, as, as far as just moving this forward here, is let's just have everyone meet back up. Right. And you all have information now that the others didn't have. Go. All right. So we had our meeting with the king. So how'd it go? It was delicious food. It really was. It, it was, was so possibly good. the best uh, vegetable and pasta soup you have ever had. Yes. I I, we got to get that on the menu here or anything that's not fried mozzarella sticks on the menu. <laughs> the frazzled mermaid is all like Denny's appetizers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he str- he heard what we had to say. He had a request, though, at the end, which is, is sort of strange for the king. Uh, he wants us to kill Belinda. <laughs> what? Well, I, I mean, he requested it, and I thought Hey, she Demaya doesn't really like Belinda because she's sort of shady, <laughs> and hey, he keeps saying hey, shady. Shadrock <laughs> or, or uh, Strong Dawn, he he's a helper. So, <laughs> what's a little assassination? Yeah, about I mean, we see, would see, be... What's interesting though is that Belinda has evidence that you know she's has witnesses that placed the king red-handed at a murder. Multiple murders. Huh. Yeah. So, kind of interesting that he wants to off Belinda. Well, we live in some complicated times. <laughs> and also, there seemed like there were, like, four of the kings. So, maybe, like, like other kings are just, like, really not good people. And our king is really good people. Uh, so you're also, suggesting there's multi- more than one king in Kingsbury? Well, we, no, we saw the king and his doubles run off, and they looked exactly like him. So maybe they were just saw one of the doubles do something <coughs> like kill someone. Because um, it doesn't seem like something the king would do. Kurt, because of who you are as the druid, I'm going to ask you to make a roll that I normally don't do. I don't normally ask players to just make a roll out of the blue, but I'd like you to make a wisdom roll. And tell me no. what you end up with. Well, Four maybe. plus three. Seven. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights where we all roll two and threes. Uh, Speak for yourself. I got a 12. Uh, more than once on your trip back <laughs> to the Frazzled Mermaid. I'm going to say that's where you guys met up. We'll yep. just say it, it make, makes it easy. More than once on your trip back, you were pretty sure you caught that, that maybe whiff of a scent or something that um, somebody b- was following you, but you could never actually see somebody. Okay. And, and you're getting that feeling while, there's, while, while you're all sitting around talking. And I picked on you mainly because you hadn't said anything yet, and you're the druid, that maybe there's just this thing in the back of your mind that, that something, is, something or someone like is watching you. The druid feels like prey. Makes sense. Mm. Okay. But go on, carry on. What'd you smell, boy? What'd, What'd you smell? smell? What is it? <laughs> Timmy falling a well. All right, go ahead. Well, first, I, I'd want to ask, what, uh, do we have any specifics about the murders or who was murdered or why? Well, um, we know that the red... Way. We know that the red hand's been gathering enough evidence 
to use against the king to bring him in a public case. That's what they've been doing. And they, and want, they want to bring him down without killing him. And, and exactly. because some of this was typed, I'll fill in a couple of things that you guys would have heard in the conversation. So the whole thing about a public case is they want to, to make sure that the kingdom rebels against the king, not just some you know kangaroo court type of thing. They don't want to just try and bring him in on charges. They want it to be publicly known. That's the point of the public case. So basically, they're overthrowing. That's they're the, to, the, the idea. Is the coup Yes. They, they want the public to rebel against the king, not just some judge to say, yes, the king did something wrong. And they want our help to find the proof that they need. And as far as people that he's killed, Phyllis is at least one of them. I mean, did he, dun, dun, he personally dun. killed these people? Or had them killed. Same thing. He asked you to kill Belinda. And so the first one, so the first bullet on that email, uh, they were, they, they're called the Band of the Red Hand because they caught the king red-handed in red murder. Handed in what murder. happened in, at that time and that the rest of it would be... Uh, Belinda was involved with the king in going to accost somebody, and this was years ago. And during that time, the king got upset and killed the person. And Belinda was there as part of it, so she couldn't just rat him out because she would have been implicated since she was there at the time. So since then, they've called themselves the Band of the Red Hand because he was caught red-handed doing something he shouldn't have been doing. And now they're trying to find enough evidence in all of the other things they believe he's done. So, I mean, that explains why Belinda had her cover story. Why she lied to me. But, I don't know, it all seems pretty plausible. I mean, also, if she's trying to overthrow the king, they would probably come up with things that make the king look bad. She doesn't want to take, she doesn't want to supplant the king. She wants a successor, one of the king's family, to take over. And there is a successor. Now, I would say that Fritzy being from around Kingsbury and hanging out there, um, it is not public knowledge that there is any successor. The king has no heir. Huh. I have heard no, uh, of no successor. <laughs> um, I wonder what she would have to uh, gain from a successor taking the king's place. Getting rid of a corrupt king. And it's little, not many Sorry. people know, the king has a nephew and his nephew sits... As he's one of the knights of Kingsbury. But there, did, there's, did it's not generally her? known, but there's enough information to did prove we, it. Did Belinda give us a name for the knight? It's up to you. That is, is his name. The, is it the same knight? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sir Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> 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 and yes, it was Gene who the king said to leave the room. Before he told you to kill Belinda. Hmm. I'm going to lean in and tell my compatriots that I need to go to the restroom. <laughs> Excuse me, all I need to tinkle. <laughs> and that I think we're being watched and I'll be back as soon as I can. And step outside. Okay, so let's take a spotlight on Shadrach for now. How do you I want to handle this? I want to either, if there's a place in the Frazzle Mermaid where I can go unseen, I will. If not, I'll go to an alley nearby and try to change into a little mouse, and I want to crawl up into one of the beams across the roof and just sit and see if I can find anyone. Describe to me how you want to go unseen. Is this like 
you want to hide in a shadow, you want to slip around a corner. Describe it in the way so that I can tell you what stat to roll against to be unseen. Uh, in order to get to where I can change unseen, I'd yeah. simply like to find a, either a room where I would be alone mm -hmm. uh, or a, an, an alley that would be in the shadows you know, next to the... Next to the okay. frazzle mermaid, if that's so possible. So it sounds like you are intelligently trying to think of the right area right. to Where be there, unseen. So yeah, there won't be a sight line. Then and do me a open. defy danger with intelligence. Which is a plus zero for me. All so righty. here we go, baby. Shadrock's not the brightest <laughs> light in the room. <laughs> Six. All right, so first mark an experience. And as far as you know, um, right outside the door, nobody was watching you. And you turned into a little mouse as soon as you roll your shapeshifter move. <laughs> uh, eight plus wisdom is 11. Okay. So you step outside the door. And when you step out, you look around. There's nobody there. It's one of those points in time where everybody's looking the other way, not even within 20 feet of you. You step out and you're like, this is a great time. You're a mouse. Now what do you do? Uh did you mark the experience for the six? I did. You I did. nonchalantly get my mouse groove on. How does a How does mouse a do anything and, uh, nonchalantly? I need a description. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Make sure oh, yeah. describe the, the movements, way, too. While I'm in full druid mode here, um, Joe's dog, Jack, has been for the last seven minutes nonstop <laughs> licking my legs up yes. and down. He loves him a sweaty leg. He, oh, man. Um, or, yeah, or a previously kind of sweaty leg. He loves the salt. Right. And so I am going to just uh, kind of sneak right in the front door, but as close to the and then along the walls in the shadows so the patrons don't see me and wig out. And then when I get so my... So what I'm going to ask you to do right off the bat, that's a mouse move. Use a hold for that. A mouse move. So you have three holds. I got two holds left. So and a mouse trying to scurry unseen so it right. isn't trod upon, um, that's a mouse thing. So use up a hold right off the bat. Right. And then I'm going to intelligently wait until uh, Belinda does something uh, particularly... <laughs> this is a nonchalant, intelligent mouse. It's a mouse. nonchalant, intelligent, even though he's a plus zero to intelligence <laughs> mouse. Wait for Belinda to do something... Uh, wait, 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 we don't know Belinda it's uh, Sorry, not Belinda. I meant uh, Demaya. Okay. Sorry, Demaya to do something uh, either gregarious... Or attractive, so she may distract a few of the patrons because she's got her facial and she's uh, she's looking fine. She's recently quaffed. So she, she's already a center of attention, and then when uh, it looks like people aren't looking my way, I'm going to just... Choop, 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 choop. So you say, I got to go potty, and that's her cue to be attractive. Exactly. She okay. knew what I was talking about. <laughs> okay. And then... Uh, it's all roll the to know what he was talking about. <laughs> Hey, Demaya, yeah. I gotta go potty. We're <laughs> 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 working magic. My goal is to get up where no one would be looking at me and I can just scout the room. All right, so let's take that as your next step. Give me a discern realities. I'm going to be specific about that move. That's one of the basic moves. Do we have a basic move sheet out here for y'all? I no, don't think we don't. At me, um, I know Mike has one. I think I, I have a one. spare one. You have it handy? Go is for that it. an intelligence? It is wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, that's good for me. So discern realities in this case, the way I'm treating it is simply you didn't know where someone was. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of, you're taking their mouse instincts for danger. Right, it's not. This isn't intelligence. This isn't how you're looking to spot a specific person. I'm thinking of it as you're intuiting uh, who's after the mouse. 
So let's try it that way. We're going to do a discern realities, and then you... 9 plus 3 is 12. All right. So you get to ask three questions from that list or something really close to it. Uh, one at a time, so that you may change your next question based on my first uh, answer to the first. I don't know how close I have to be to this question, so just you tell me if something. I can ask it. I want to ask yeah. um, who, who here would be of danger to me or my friends. Okay. So what I'll look for there, the way, just so you know, the way I'll interpret that is more of the what, I, what should I be on the lookout for right. because it's the person, really. Right. Um, uh, Simon is outside the door, and it looks like he's holding some sort of like cone to the side of his head. And Simon was the right-hand man to the king, yeah. not the one who he was, was the, the advisor. Right. Right. He is also a knight, but he is clearly a knight advisor, okay. not necessarily a door. war knight. He's outside the, uh, the tavern itself. Um, it, he's just like barely around a corner. It looks like he's holding some kind of cone-shaped thing to his ear. Okay. Uh, what is about to happen? Um, it looks like He's he just signaled, and it looks like some more knights are gathering behind him, like off to the side of the entrance of the Frazzled Mermaid. Mm. Uh. So it looks like he and the knights are probably about to come in the mermaid. Right. <laughs> 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 I made an inadvertent uh, funny. Uh, oh, man, go on. This podcast is for mature audiences. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of something, if there's something close, but not I mean, else. are they even anatomically correct? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's her name, Eileen. Uh, Come on, Eileen. Can I ask along the lines of? Uh, there's a question uh, on the basic move list. What here is useful or valuable to me? Can I ask instead? Yep. Um, would we have any allies here in a fight against Simon? In the Frazzled Mermaid, Skinny John is uh, is an ally to Fritzy, if nothing else. And there are probably at least a couple of people in, in the tavern, in the bar area where you guys are, that know Fritzy. Uh, so chances are he'd be able to get them on his side. And these are people, like when you first came in here, he's, they're people he chummed around with, or they bought him a drink, or he bought them a drink. So you've got that idea that, that almost everyone knows him here. Are weapons allowed in the Frazzled Mermaid? Yeah. Yeah, one thing we well, haven't done is put the weapons away. So, yeah. All right, so we're all armed. Okay. I think that's yeah. my questions. Okay. Uh, I need to, <coughs> uh, as discreetly me. as possible, get back to my human form, which is okay. going to be difficult because I can't go out the door. Well, what Why we can do there is this is an easy one to resolve because as a druid, um, as the mouse, you can use another mouse move to go sneak into a corner and then poof yourself <laughs> with your last hole, drop it, and turn into a human. I want to proof myself as often as possible, so exactly. I'm going to go in the corner and, uh, and do that. And proof myself. And then communicate to uh. my friends what I have just learned. Mm -hmm. uh, and put now, my as a technicality, did you make your way to the restroom, or was that all just a ruse? Did I, what, was it all You were ruse? supposed to pee. Did you ever actually go I to the restroom? I did not actually urinate, no. All right. No. This is a technicality. In case anyone at home wanted to know. <laughs> exactly. No. See, I mean, so. I, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, why don't you just drop your napkin, go under the table, do it. Mm. Ah, he doesn't use napkins. He's the druid. That's true. He yeah. just transform into an animal. I mean, that knight is outside, and he's going, that man did in not I pee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did not hear pee. <laughs> in, in our dungeon world, yeah. and you'll probably ask me what the answer to this is, but 
How would people feel about seeing someone randomly transform into a bear or a lion in the middle of a bar? It would not be a normal occurrence because only the druid can do it. Is it only now, I can you, do it or can druids generally... Like no, every once in a while it happens. You are the only druid. Yeah, in this world, you are the only person who can do all of that stuff. Okay. There might be somebody out there who can shape change into something else, but they can't... They're not sustained by nature. They're not... Um, you know, they, they can't control elementals later, stuff like that. Um, the, there may be certain people that can do individual things. Like in this world, there are other magicians, right, but, I'm but there isn't druid. another wizard. Right. The same thing with the druid. Okay. So you are the only person who can do all that. And if you hung around the place and showed off, then it would become widely known and it wouldn't be a big deal. And people might pay you to change into certain things, right? Like an anteater. I could see that like being a mermaid. Cool. They can come into an aardvark. Mermaid. <laughs> an aardvark. <laughs> an aardvark. Um, all right. All right. So you guys have that information. As Shadrock is... Um, is uh, telling you, like uh, kind of in the middle of him telling you, uh, Simon walks in the front door, uh, and behind him are three knights, and he points to the table where you guys are, and he says, there they are, arrest them. Say what? Simon, I was just telling them about our... Simon says... <laughs> I was just <laughs> go telling them about our plan. Well, what's this arrest them? Arrest them for suspicion of conspiracy against the king. Yeah. Not on my watch. About that. So what do you do? You and what authority? The well, I mean, except for, the, except for the king. He is the authority. <laughs> Not getting me. So um, Demaya rec- would recognize him from your ride in the carriage. He was in the carriage there. Um, the only person he probably hasn't seen that much of would be Strong Dawn, although he would have seen him. Just He's seen everyone else minutes longer. I'm going to stand up and just ask, okay. you know, which one of you wants to die first? Uh, they just approach you as knights would when they're going to arrest somebody. I, I, I mean, slowly. On what I'm like, whoa, whoa, it's not whoa. Like, it's not like they have handcuffs or anything. On what grounds? All exactly. Right. I stand up, kick my chair back. I'm not getting arrested. What is this? Foolishness. I Simon, what are you up. talking about? I, I yeah. am, I'm like, guys, these guys are stone-cold killers. you gotta <laughs> ra- you got to give up on this. They're going yeah. to murder the hell out of all of us. <laughs> murder the hell out of It's not going to be one of them little murders. It's going to be a big one. So what, what I'm look, what I'm, this, that's what I'm looking for here. They are, their, their intent at this point is to walk up to you and then walk you to the prison. Okay, that's what's going to happen unless you guys do. Hey, run away. Can I? Can I, I remember talk Kingsbury them out of it? is a big city. As the thief, you could probably get away. That's yeah, something I could you totally could do. Get away. But chances of everybody getting away is minimal. So completely up to you on how you handle that. <laughs> Bye, y'all. No, uh, but you are you are at this point um, uh, being confronted by the highest law in the land saying that you are wanted on conspiracy and you are being arrested. Do you want to wait until we go outside and then try to run away there? How do you want to play this? I don't want to not get murdered, so I would <laughs> like to. I would like you all to stand down. There right. is obviously a misunderstanding here. Uh, that I just have to talk. I'll talk with the king, and it will get on with with doing what the king wants to do. So you will I, answer questions from uh, from the king in in your cell. 
Yeah, a cell. No. Out! Don't you have like a smoke bomb or something? <laughs> you he did just, have Taco Bell. That you could just <laughs> <laughs> throw down and obscure, give it a, some, no, that some cover? No, that's my incense. I, I do have invisibility, but it's just on one person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so really what I'm looking for, for here fireball. is unless somebody says otherwise, you're going to be starting to walk down the street. You've probably got about a five-minute walk to get to where the, the uh, prison cells are. And unless somebody says otherwise, that's how we're proceeding. Nope, I'm running away. Okay. So you're just going to slip their grasp and run? Yep. All right, give me a dexterity roll. This is going to be defy danger dexterity to see if you are quicker than they are. No. Yes. Well, what you got? Oh, yeah. Nine. Nine. Would have been a ten. <coughs> so here's the deal. It would have been a ten. One of them <laughs> grabs at you as you try to slip away. You can slip away, but he has a handle on your backpack. You are going to lose your equipment if you slip away. Whatever. Bye. Okay. So he has pretty much everything you were carrying, just for the sake of that's what you're paying to get away. Um, that's your partial success. You got away. You made it out the door, and you essentially blend into the crowd quickly. Um, and he's standing there holding, like, in one hand, he's holding your backpack, and the other, he grabbed however you hold your daggers on you. He pulled that, you know, bandolier or whatever off of you, and he's holding that in his other hand, and he's like, uh... <laughs> All right, well, while he's doing that, I'm going to bull rush through them. Okay. So, just going to straight on. And just you're just going to push him out of the way. Just going to push everything that out of the way. That sounds like strength. Let's try that. That's a complication. Um, <laughs> Tell me why. Well, because Remember, the, the, uh, restate the, the move that you're doing and, and, and how you're using it so that we can refresh ourselves. Actually, mm -hmm. he's thinking. Yeah, he's no, thinking. Th th this one wouldn't apply. I would not be able to use my con my uh, Herculean appetites. All right, so then, then give me one. a reroll with regular 2d6. Yeah. So what JJ was doing, from the Barbarian, there's a starting move called Herculean appetites. And That's when he's pursuing one of his appetites, he gets to roll yeah. a d6 and a d8 instead of 2d6. In this case, though, he's not doing that. So we're doing 2d6 plus the strength modifier, which is a total of... <coughs> Ten. 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 All right, so Strong Dawn takes advantage of the uh, temporary distraction and, and pushes his way And this is actually because of um, when you defy danger caused by movement, maybe falling past on, off a narrow bridge or rushing past an armed guard, mm -hmm. take plus one. I and have that, a nine plus that one. So that's an advanced move. What's the name of that one? That one's called On the Move. On the Move. So we did just use an advanced move from the Barbarian <coughs> class. Cool. Um, all right, so... <coughs> Indeed. So you added that plus one to your roll? And that gave me a ten. Good. So that's a good example of where an advanced move allows you to have a complete success instead of a partial one. So you push past them. Uh, one of them, the one actually holding Demaya's equipment, falls down on the floor. Uh, and you get out into the street. Um, and and uh, you just bolt off in one direction or the other? Uh, bolt for the docks and dive into the... the okay. The, so the it'll take you a minute or two to get there, but you head in that direction. Uh, between Fritzy and Shadrock, Fritzy had Are his hands up. Are you trying to get away? Yeah, Fritzy had his hands up to uh, comply with the officer's requests. Uh, the others didn't get shot in the back as they ran. So there has any have anyone chased them off? Or? Uh, no, they they got through. Uh, it, pretty much, they both bolted. So Demaya bolted, and within a second, 
You know, she, she bolted, and the guard is standing there holding her stuff. And at that point, Strong Dawn says, my turn. Off he goes. So we are approximately five seconds into them about to walk you guys out of the bar. Right. So the room is starting to get crazy. It is. But only a few seconds. At this point, like Skinny John, the bartender, and a few of the other patrons turned to look at what was going on. But it's only now that they're shocked at what's going on. Right. So Shadrock is actually sitting at, at the table as calm as can possibly be, which is out of place here. I mean. Things yeah. are starting to get crazy, and he is preternaturally calm. Good use of the word Because all he knows is that he will not be put in a cage. Okay. With certainty. So he asks Simon on what grounds or f- with what evidence could there possibly be conspiracy when we are acting at the direct request of the king. You will answer those charges from your cell. Knowing that I will not, however, <laughs> I'll simply stand... Okay. Calm. And my intent is to follow them out okay. into the street. And for two As long as they do don't the try to. Yes. Sorry, as long as they don't try to chain or handcuff me. Okay. They won't. I mean, is the, they don't have any way to. or They didn't bring anything to bind you. Um, essentially, I mean, obviously, they followed you back from the king. You had a few minutes to talk amongst yourselves, and then they came in to grab you. Um, and, and they were just going to escort you. Uh, so, you've got about a five-minute walk there. Does anybody? Uh, I'll give both Demaya Strongdon um, a- as a group. We'll treat you guys as a group for now, and then the same with Shadrock and Fritzy. During this five-minute walk of shame <laughs> down the uh, the street to where the prison is on the opposite side of the docks, uh, who wants to do anything? And I mean, if do so, you turn what? into anything as we're walking? I mean, if, unless you say something. I am not going in a cell, so I, if you do not take an action, I will be conspicuously and without trying to hide it, transforming into something. Okay, what is that something? <laughs> if it were just me, it would, be lion. A, it would be an eagle, and yeah. I would simply fly away, but because I'm with my with boy Fritzy, although I am a little uh, disheartened by his... Uh, Lack of courage in the face of authority, particularly for a dude who can throw a fireball. I like it. Uh, if he's taking no action, you know, halfway there or two thirds mm-hmm. of the way there, I'm going to transform into a dire wolf. Interesting. Dire wolf. Okay. Or the uh, largest wolf that I've ever seen. Is that in going to happen, Fritzy? Are you going to take no actions until uh, you're about well, halfway there? If they get distracted by him turning into a dire wolf, I will cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And I'll look at the one guy as I'm <laughs> doing it and go, we were Ralph and the King. This is on you. And then I just disappear. So let's take it in, uh, in a sequence. What I'm going to do is first, Shadrock, make your roll for your shapeshift. And let's see how that turns out. Six plus wisdom is nine. Nine. Okay, so that gives you, I believe, holds. Two, two holds, I think, for a nine. Ten, ten is three. Um, so, poof, you're a dire wolf. What I want to say is that both Strong Dawn and Demaya would have an, uh, the option to see this. I, I would almost, to me, it's almost assured Demaya would. She would have been watching it as soon as she got out there. Strong Dawn, uh, you had mentioned you'd be running towards the dock. Up to you whether you want to be a part of this or not, or just... You would be bolting to the dock. Um, if I saw there was no pursuit, I'd turn around and watch. Okay. So at this point, both of you would see Shadrock turning into uh, a wolf maybe four feet high at the haunches. 
Uh, probably a pretty darn big wolf. Right before I turn into the wolf, I yell, Winter is coming! <laughs> I don't get it. Very uh. nice. <laughs> so, I, I want to give you guys a chance to act, and Fritzy immediately after. Or uh, pretty much simultaneous on the street, but as far as at the table. I'm going to do a fist pump. Yeah. All right. And Demaya's just going to watch and okay. see. kind of Roll that invisibility on. spell. Fritzy. Demaya's going to go steal her shit back. Pretty much. It's not a failure this time. Uh, nope, but it's an eight. Okay. So give me uh, your seven to nine option for your cast a spell move to let me know how this works out. I think I have to forget it. Okay. So you'll forget invisibility and turn invisible, and you say, right as you're turning invisible, what was that? I say, we were helping the king. This is on you. And then I just disappear as I point. Okay. Uh, then the next thing I'm going to ask, that, so both Strondon and Demaya see that, they're going to reach for where you were. Are you going to try to not be there anymore? Oh, yeah. As soon as I'm invisible, I'm moving Then like, I need a dexterity away. roll from you to get away from them because you're invisible, but you're not insubstantial. Here what, what, is what, what? where I fail. Where the dice go? <gasps> no, you didn't. Seven. Okay. So. so somebody brushes your arm as you get away. And um, they start chasing in the direction that they think you went based on the, the brushing of your arm. So we had Simon and three knights, and two of the knights are heading in the direction that you are currently running. Um, Shadrach, you have one knight and Simon still there, uh, both kind of wary about this guy who just turned into a big-ass wolf. <laughs> Uh, how, I, I what's your, next, what's your next step? And Strongdon and Demaya, think about what you're doing at this point, too. Two knights just chased after, uh, well, probably Fritzy, because he turned invisible. The big wolf is about to bark. How far are we from? going <laughs> to lick their leg for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> how far do we think that Fritzy is from where Demaya and Strongdon are? As the wolf, I will let you use a hold to catch his scent to know where he is. Otherwise, you have no idea. Because, well, he just went invisible. And invisible is as invisible does. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll use a hold to Okay. To so, smell, Fritzy, did you, run, did you run right or left? Uh, I ran to the right. He's running away from where Strong Dawn and Demaya are. Okay, there's no knights. I'm going to let you get all that scent at once. You know where your companions are. Your companions are to the left. Fritzy went to the right. What you I want mean, to do I about mean, I'm, it? I'm not sure what's to be gained by attacking the knights. Uh, instant death? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For one or the other? I am going to run to Demaya and Strong Don to where they are and nuzzle Demaya's leg. <coughs> okay. Like, give me away. They kind of, no. they let you go because apparently they don't want to tangle with the big ass wolf. Giant wolf, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, sorry, uh, were you hidden? Well, uh, she was hidden, hidden she but there's a, a huge distraction going on. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. So they're probably, regardless of who you go to nuzzle up against, they're looking at you, right. or they're looking at the knights who are chasing the guy who just turned invisible. 
I mean, my idea is I want to be with my party, and I'm going to go with them. Okay. But I'm keeping an eye on knowing where Fritzy is, and okay. if he needs rescuing, that's my intent is to do that. All right. So we'll say that, I mean, it's the opposite side of the street where Strong Don and Demaya are. Um, <coughs> Fritzy, are you going to continue to run away from them? Because they start off right after you. Uh, definitely. Um, so if you want to try and slip I, their tail, describe to me how you do it so we know which stat to roll against. Um, I'm going to to try to step out of the way, maybe into the entrance of a, a shop or something, okay. so that I'm just moved out of the way enough that they don't run into me, and then I just sort of like freeze, and they just run on by, so then I can casually walk the opposite way. Invisibly, casually. Yes. It's kind of like a uh, well, I'm an not, intelligent mouse. I'm not running, so a casual walk the other way. All right, so I'm still thinking that's going to be dexterity based on how you described it, unless you can convince me otherwise. I mean, uh, if that's what you want me to roll, that's fine. No, no, fine, no. But, I uh, want you to convince I, me with what you want to roll. I just want to be convinced. I think that, that him finding... <laughs> a, a place out of the way and stepping at the moment and freezing at the right moment mm-hmm. would be like using his smarts. So you're going to then, so I would word it. that as, yeah. to convince me, I would word it as, you're looking for the ideal time and place to make that turn. Right. Because just, you know you can't turn on way. a dime. Right. This boat don't turn on a dime, therefore I'm going to look for the right spot, the right time. Yeah, I don't want to be like ducking in when someone's coming out of the so shop. So that's how you convince Joe to go ahead and roll against intelligence. All right. It hasn't been helping tonight, but uh, <laughs> Let's we'll, see, what we'll see. Joe, just for my planning purposes, if I yeah. use my other hold, that's do, good, I imme- do I immediately revert to human form? Or when your last hold is used, you, become, you, you return to your normal form. Can I, uh, now, you'll get the thing you wanted, but it'll happen and you'll immediately become human again in Shadrach's case. So if you said, as a wolf, you wanted to pounce on someone to knock them down, you would knock them down and turn into a human on top of them. If you say, I want to track Fritzy's scent, you would know where he is, turn into a human, and then try and follow that trail. And there's no way for me to... I can't roll to get more holds while I'm an animal. I have to revert no. and then roll again. You do the shape, shape, shape changer move again, shape shifter move again. I, I want another hold. <laughs> you need to roll better. So what'd you end well, up with? Invisible there, Fritzy? Fritzy rolled an eleven, 11. So he is solid. All right. So you you um a, as you're going, you see that excuse me. Uh, there's a, a shop on the right hand side. It just happens to be a shop where they do um uh, fish trading. You're near the docks, why not? Mm-hmm. So they bring in the exotic fish, and this is the guy that you know that that can fillet the blowfish without poisoning you. It's that shop, so it's mm-hmm. a specialty shop. And um you see that they've left their door open, and you, you duck into there. The the two knights just barrel right past you, you know, scant, a hair's breadth away from touching you. And they make their way by, and they just keep going. And then you, as you said, nonchalantly and invisibly. I casually walk out <laughs> and walk the other way, back yeah. toward the, uh, the way I came. Okay. So at this point, Simon will grab the other knight. And tell him, uh, and you guys could hear this as the, as the wolf, you could hear it. You guys might hear it out on the street. He says, all right, we'll have to come back with more. And he walks with the other knight back towards the, uh, the keep. Did they leave my stuff? No. 
bastards. Go steal it. So they're walking away. I'm going to go steal it back. Go steal it. Yes, they're walking back towards the keep. Go steal it. Uh, apparently, they're, they're going to come back with a larger force. Yeah, we need more men. Going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> and they are, so they walk off. At this point, I'll let you guys get back together. And start hatching whatever your next plan is. Can't dun, believe you dun, took feel like I wasted my direwolf uh, transformation there. No, see, I, I imagine the right. best escape animal would definitely be a hummingbird. I wasn't planning on escaping. <laughs> I thought we were gonna. Yeah, we always fight. Yeah. We fight everything. <laughs> I was ready to roll. No, I kind of like the way this one turned out yeah. because um, it was less of a conflict. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to uh, think of a little bit of a plan now before we break this session or break it here? Break well, it here and let's, uh, let's, let's, let's do the planning part next year. My first order of business is to get you want your stuff. New, my stuff. <laughs> now, as, at least as a, um, an easy route, as long as you've got the coins, you can buy anything you had in town. Um, you may not want to do matter. that, right? You can but pick you pocket may, those coins. Right. I mean, she might, she might be able to get in the crowd and just steal the stuff right off of those guys. Exactly. That's my plan. Do you, do you want to do that? From the knights that are walking yeah. away? No, they're still too hot. I'd right. have to steal. I was going to say, if you want to try that now, we should do that now before we break. If you want to think about that as a next step. No, once we break into the... Into okay. The, uh, so you'll be looking for back. your stuff in the evidence locker. Absolutely. All right. So I guess that's where we're going to stop this session for now, and we'll say bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't forget the penis. After an unfortunate meeting with King Glorin, the party regroups at the Frazzled Mermaid. Simon and the knights show up to arrest them, but the party makes a daring getaway into the streets of Kingsbury. A new plan is needed. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.